Welcome to the Hall of Heroes podcast with your hosts, Jared Bachman-Stumps and Spencer Simpson. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie? Empire Strikes Back? Jesus, Tony, how old is this guy? I don't know, I didn't carbon date him, he's on the young side. Fuck that man. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Lobo. Oh, it's on. <laughs> Let the good times roll. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Hall of Heroes podcast. I am your host, Jared Bachman-Stubbs, and joining me, as always, are my co-hosts with the co-most, Travis Grossman, Spencer Simpson, and engineering this lovely episode, Joel Basin back. <laughs> hey Travis. It's becoming a staple. Yes. It, yeah. It is. It's two times in one night. I'm not even that thirsty, honestly. Uh, he, yeah. <laughs> he only cracked it open for the for the meme. Yeah. Speaking of uh cans any cracked open, you would like to tell people what happened during the rise of Skywalker uh review since oh, nobody yeah. was actually aware of it and we were just hanging um, on each we other never, laughing. We never acknowledged it. Um but Travis disappeared for a couple minutes. I was figured he just, he went to the bathroom or got himself a drink or something and I just like very close to my ear hear the of him opening a new can of pop and I physically started like I I jumped and realized what happened and like keeled over onto Jared next to me laughing because it was just <laughs> it was excellent it, it was, was excellent it was most excellent I like to think of myself as an artist <laughs> <laughs> you, you are you are if if there's one word for what you do artist is definitely one of them shyster is another one (laughs) uh i don't think we have much to do in the way of slice of life this week i think we're gonna have a pretty meaty episode uh independent Uh, of that so how about you guys i saw this little indie flick this weekend uh yeah what's it what was it called something about um stars and conflicts stars and demonetization in the second word yeah demonetization yeah 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 Yeah. Good thing we're not on YouTube. Yeah, right? Yeah, good thing. Yeah, <laughs> YouTube is a total fucking minefield for podcasts like this. Uh, you guys read the episode description, you read the title, and I told you what would be happening this week. So uh, we are finally here. The I don't know if this is the last episode of Hall of Heroes in 2019. It most likely will be. Probably will be. Because next week is – like next Wednesday is the first. Holy yeah, fuck. Yeah, essentially we're calling a vacay for one week. <laughs> Something like Christmas that. Christmas Eve tomorrow and Yeah. Holy crap. I didn't oh god. It's yeah, this is the last episode of 2019. Uh so no better way to cap it off than to do the comic book movies of 2019 ranked, with the exception of Hellboy. Uh <laughs> yeah. For reasons NA. Yes. I enjoy I enjoy a good Hellboy every once in a while. I heard this recent one was pretty dog shit. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to get out and see it. I wanted to, but I didn't get a chance to. So So it gets an honorary mention as the like bottom bottom tier spot on the list. Yoy. Yikes. I couldn't have been worse than We'll see. Uh, 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 I'm yeah, the yeah, original yeah, yeah. Hellboy it. purist here. Oh, you you're about that Ron Perlman life? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. I, I loved heard David it as a Harbour child. did a good job. Oh yeah, yeah. He wasn't the problem. Um, it's see, just I'm, how do you how do you follow up something that I, okay I mean I'm biased I used to watch it with my father all the time yeah and see, I, I watch the animated shit 
Yeah? The animated Hellboy movie was pretty good. From what I remember, I was a kid and I had no idea what was going on. I was like, yeah, big red guy with a gun. <laughs> big red yeah, guy big with gun. a gun. Sometimes he had a sword. Gun. Sometimes he had a sword. He was pretty bitching in Injustice too, so. Wow. Oh, yeah, they put him in Injustice. Jesus, yeah. fuck. Lots of Hellboy love. So, we are going to be running through all of the live action uh, big tentpole comic book movie releases of the year. We've reviewed all but one live on the show. Uh, a couple of these were before Travis's time. So, Travis will get to give his official thoughts on some of these, as will Joel. So, uh, no better place to kick it off than with the first comic book movie of the year, Captain Marvel, starring Brie Larson, uh, came out chronicling the origin story of Carol Danvers coming into her own as her own costume superhero during the 90s. The 1990s. 1990s. Uh, during this lovely uh, holiday season, uh, now that we've put some distance between ourselves and Captain Marvel, uh, Joel, since you weren't on the show at the time, uh, how, how do you feel about Captain Marvel? Uh, well, I feel pretty good about it. I know yeah. it... At least I think it gets a little bit of hate here and there. Um, yeah, very much from like the fandom menace crowd, just because yeah. icky person, well, you know, icky icky woman. <laughs> um, but generally speaking, I really enjoyed the movie uh, through and through, just as uh, like an objective movie, non analytically. You know, if you're going to see a movie, I absolutely definitely go to, and I mean, with Disney Plus now. Uh, sponsor us, um, <laughs> please. You know, begging you. you know, it's... we'll even we'll stop saying fuck. We'll stop <laughs> saying shit. <laughs> Anything for the mouse. Yeah, uh, it's so easy to click on Captain Marvel along with, I mean, um, every single thing on there. But, um, anyways, to get to the point, I love it. It's really good movie. Um, there were some moments that just, I don't know, felt a bit rushed in the storyline. Uh, for me, and yeah, it's a bit cheesy, but what superhero movie isn't? Um, but yeah, that's my take. Good, good insight. Yeah, he's trying to point to me. <laughs> there we go. I was saying Travis talk while I sneezed. Oh, I wasn't looking. <laughs> um. Ugh. Yeah, I. Th this movie was good. It falters in a like in a post Infinity War world. It falters in like it's it's like Iron Man one and Ant Man one and Captain America and Thor like it, it's it's in and it's an origin movie in a time frame where we are well past the idea of origin yeah. movies yeah oh yeah and I think that's where it falters the most for me uh -huh. and it brings it back up from that by being the first one about a woman that for you know young girls. Not necessarily just young girls, but young girls to really latch yeah. onto and empathize with the character. That's that is a superhero on film in live action. I say first, like Wonder Woman didn't come out first, but you know, in the yeah. MCU, in the MCU, because like most, I feel like most parents didn't take their kids to go see DC movies because you know Zack Snyder's Dark Vision. <laughs> yeah. Charming burp. But I, I definitely give it credit that. for that. Yeah, uh, it's just like it, did, it, it was a well executed. I, I like yeah. in that regard. Its overall message of you you don't got to prove shit to nobody. Yeah, you know? I love that. The only person you have to prove yourself to is you. Yeah, I I really really appreciated that message. I think it's a great. It does a great job of being the like 
inspiration for young people that like Iron Man was to me and us. Yeah. That Ant Man can be to you know, we were a little older by Ant Man's time, but you know. Yeah. I We all aspire to be Captain. I, I think I think it's timing is what falters it. Yeah. Done it. See, I I think that's interesting because I know in this very like in the state of the MCU where like most movies are sequels, mm-hmm. I take such solace and glee in whenever an origin movie comes out. Like I know Doctor Strange coming out after like sequel, 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 sequel. It just felt so good to like meet a new hero for the first time. That's true, but and I think Doctor Strange also had the visual element going for it a yeah. lot more. Versus and Captain Marvel has a very fun buddy cop aspect to it that I absolutely adore. Yes, um, but I think it 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 just feels a little too derivative. I just just a little bit to me, and that's to me. That might not be to you, right? I mean, yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't make it bad. It it's a movie that I that we've all seen before. Yeah, just starring a new character, and that's fine. Like. It was it was okay. It's completely serviceable. Yeah. Spencer. Um whenever I was fresh out of this movie, I really liked it a lot. I didn't find much that was um off putting about it. As it has gotten a little older and as I've rewatched it and, and thought more about it, it's like it's still good, but I don't love it quite as much as I originally did. It's one of those um it doesn't necessarily go bad with age. But it's, you know, it's like... It doesn't age well. It doesn't age well. It doesn't have, like, the... I think it suffers from something that, like, a lot of MCU movies do. Where, like, it stops having its, uh, like, new car smell. Mm. Like, once a movie or two comes out after it. I mean, you could even say... um, You know, you love to rewatch movies because you like to get more out of it each time. But I felt like it was it was a very straightforward movie and it didn't have a lot to dig into, which in its own right is is good. Um, But it doesn't keep me keep me coming back for more. You know, that's fair. I think it also suffers from like, again, being sandwiched between Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. So like it it has that like. It really disservices the movie a lot. Yeah, like you can go back to Endgame and Infinity War thousands of times and still like be mining little details that you just can't find in a Captain Marvel movie because it's it's just Carol, pretty much. So I kind of hijacked that. I apologize. Uh, no, 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 no. It's okay. Analogy. Um, I <laughs> if you listen to our original Captain Marvel review back when it was just you and me on the show yeah um i only wanted one thing from this movie and it did not deliver i did not want fury to lose his eye in this movie i thought it would seem really forced it would seem very unnatural and based on you know the the origins in the comics of like him having a brother who totally stabs him in the back and and takes his eye um, and it makes sense then when in Winter Soldier he says to Cap, you know, last time I trusted someone, I lost an eye. And the intensity of that line is completely Undercut. trashed. Yeah, yeah. I whenever agree. he's like, he's playing with a cute little cat yeah. and it slashes him in the eyeball. Like, uh, what? <laughs> You've got to be kidding me, right? It lost all of its 
like rustic. Okay, I you know, know, know middle of like war. You. I trusted a guy, and, yeah. and and to that extent, um, you know, the scrolls. I just um, it was very different. Like it was definitely something that we were not expecting per se. That that the scrolls were going to be the the dark guy. horse per, like yeah the 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 good guys um but they made it work somehow and i said this in the old review as well i would still like to see them as a proper mcu villain species um because they have a an inherent danger to them with their abilities both as combatants and as um in their camouflage it can it can pose a very serious issue. So I'd like to see that come back. I'm not upset that they that they did it the way they did because it was a nice little plot twist that nobody was expecting. And yeah. You spend most of the second half of the movie wondering, okay, but do we do we trust them? Are they telling us the truth or are they like double double lying to us now just to get us to turn? You know, and and it was a fun little mind game that that got played. But once you the rewatch value of it isn't good at all. Um, yep. Like really, there's only two good viewings of this movie with the big plot twist and that's the first one where it potentially catches you really off guard and then there's the second one where you look for their behavior and before you know just to just to see if you notice anything different or anything unusual and then after that it's like oh yeah scrolls yeah those are good guys in this movie whatever what do you what about it you know so I'm big on rewatch value and for me Captain Marvel does not have a very high rewatch value I've only seen it twice um, I don't even own it. I haven't yeah. oh, bothered yeah. to rewatch it I haven't, a third time. But with the exception of Endgame, I haven't bought a Marvel movie on Blu-ray since Doctor Strange. Especially now that Disney Plus is a thing. Yeah, like yeah between were... Netflix and Disney Plus, there's kind of no reason to yeah. outside yeah. of collection. Mm-hmm. May I also say, though, that um, Captain Marvel being released when it was released in the whole grand scheme of things didn't have much of a payoff as a character development Especially in Endgame, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, granted, Endgame was never... I don't think Endgame was ever meant to be Carol's movie anyway. No, she's but not like, in most of it. She yeah. only shows up in the end. Getting in the end, I'm just yeah. wondering what's going to happen now. Are they going to release a second Captain Marvel movie? Oh, oh definitely. yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Well, how much do they have to work with? Because, <laughs> you know, they didn't really set her up for it very well when it comes to... Okay, honestly, for me, the only way that Captain Marvel, the movie original movie here will have the payoff as if it has a uh, you know a sequel or well, another movie to go I with think, it, yeah. I think a that, package deal to get you more invested in the storyline that you'll go back and watch the first captain marvel and with that then where do you go with her very very small involvement in endgame well i think i was gonna say i think that the placement of captain marvel where it is does a lot more for the survival of the marvel franchise as a whole than it does for her specific story arc because by planting an origin story so late in the game um no pun intended so late in the like the infinity saga saga you like you grip the interest for what may come afterward and so, in that sense, it's kind of pushing us past Endgame into what's coming next. And the same thing that's coming up with the Eternals and with the sequels for 
uh, gee, well, the Black Black Widow movie that's coming yeah. up, as well as the sequels for Black Panther and Doctor Strange, and even the trilogy precedent breaking um, Love and Thunder. So, or as I like to call it, Thuv and Lunder. Yeah. So, um, Thuv Lord. To, and I, I totally get oh, what you're saying. Fuck off, <laughs> Joel. And that's, I think it's more long term thinking than short term. Well, I'd also say that, like, there is plenty to milk Carol for. You have the convenience that um, what are we doing? Are we moving? Okay. <laughs> uh, you have the convenience that Captain Marvel's story, that first chapter of it at least, is told during the nineties. So you have between where the current MCU timeline is ending, at what twenty twenty three, from what ninety five, you have that whole window to tell different stories and flesh her out more. Not to mention that they end the first movie with Carol, like taking the scrolls into a safe Haven. So you can follow up what happens after that. You know, like Spencer said, perhaps maybe at that point we meet the evil scrolls that maybe you can do a lot in that timeline, especially with the weird, um, space station that Fury's on with all those scrolls at the end of far from home. There's a lot of space stuff that I think they're teeing up for Captain Marvel to take a huge, pardon my hiccup, huge role in. Uh, with that, I guess we are going to give our current rankings for the movies. Joel, do you want to give everybody a rundown on how we're going to do the yeah, rankings? Yeah, so what we're going to be doing here is we're going to give each movie uh, of the following, Captain Marvel, Shazam, Endgame, Dark Phoenix, Spider-Man, and The Joker – all a rating uh, from 0 to 10 per individual. We'll average those out and rank them at the end of the episode here uh, from uh, what we believe as the best movie uh, of 2019. Uh, Joel, you want to start us off? Yeah, so for Captain Marvel, I'd give it a solid 5. Uh Mm. <laughs> you realize how harsh that sounded as it came out. I mean, so we're so here's the thing though we're so I want to start burp. somewhere in Just the like, middle. I mean, we're so used to like academic grading scales where like a sixty percent is a failing grade. <laughs> yeah. Versus like, because I know what I'm getting. Dark, giving Dark Phoenix, and it's like it's going to be the lowest shocker. I know. But <laughs> well, here here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking zero to ten, five being average. Yeah, that's okay. okay. So that's okay. where we're at. Okay. We're supposed yeah. to like sure. seven or eight. I'm not saying average. five yeah. is bad. Like I said earlier, it's I, I think it's a road. solid, yeah. a solid movie. Yeah. So okay. I'm giving it a five. I just want to make sure we understood the context of what the five was. Yeah, meant to be. Yeah. All right, Travis, where do you rank Captain Marvel? Straight fucking zero, man. Can't have women in my superheroes. You know what I'm fucking kidding. Write it down, Joel. Write it down. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Based on, so like, when I got out of it, I was like, that was a solid seven. But based on, no, no, right, seven. But based on the, like, rearranging so five is the average, I'm going to say a six. Slightly above average. Yeah, like it's not like it, it feels kind of derivative. It's not bad. It's not the best movie, but I, yeah. it's yeah, it's respectable. Fun. Yeah, I respect what it can mean to other people. Spencer, how do you feel about Captain Marvel now that dust is Be a real man. Give it a two. Um, Don't so, be a beta. So, so far, we're sticking with the <laughs> integers. Beta. We're sticking with the integers. So I'm gonna give it a seven. I thought it was good. 
but it wasn't that good. It's not some of these other movies we're about to talk about good. <laughs> so <laughs> or bad. But it, but it wasn't here. bad either. So it's it's perfectly it's perfectly all right. And Jared, me. yours. So. I, unlike you guys, quite enjoy Captain Marvel and the rewatch, which I think is interesting. Like I said, I miss getting a good old origin story it might, in there. So, in my defense, I haven't rewatched it since I saw it the first time. And That's also, fair. the day I saw it, I had a huge car problem that happened that warped my day so hard. Well, get back to us next time you watch it. No. <laughs> he's going to watch Captain Marvel when he gets home on Disney Plus. He's like, hey, can we re record all of the Captain Marvel section? Uh, I think it was dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Comes in actually in the fandom menace tomorrow. Ew. Uh, oh fuck! So Don't say that. I think I'm gonna go half a step above Spencer and say seven and a half. Uh, I know how much Captain Marvel as a character means to Kira, and you know I, I got to see firsthand the thing you talked about, Travis, uh, and the way that Kira became very interested in that character uh, and getting to see her come to her own as a hero. What are you doing? I I already did the average. Oh gosh! Thank you. I can't phone. read it when you do have it. a seizure and read my phone. <laughs> All right, at our average for uh wait, for Captain wait, Marvel. Wait. Cookie Cop, how do you feel about Captain Marvel? Good question. Stop. Move away from the cookie jar. That's it. That's huh? a zero. Cookie Cop, it's 2019. You can't say <laughs> that. <laughs> I don't care if you think the broad should smile more. And our average is 6.38. 6.38. The decimal oh, places Jesus. could make or break it. So, all right. Chronologically, back to another hero who went by the name Captain Marvel. Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. Uh, Spencer, Joel, Shazam. and Travis all saw this movie for the first time today. Today, recorded. this morning, yes. Yeah. So, how did you guys feel about it? Uh, start with uh, Mr. Basenback. Uh, how I felt about Shazam. Uh, I loved it for yeah. one. It was okay. So Travis I, is going last because he's going to do a whole well, bit. Oh fuck off! I, I, think, <laughs> I think my favorite part about the movie was that it played on the idea that it was an iconic superhero movie. Yeah, you know, you had those moments where they were like, "We're not hiding it." Or f- for example, I don't know the actor's name uh, that played the villain. Mark Strong. Okay, so he would dramatically remove his glasses and stare past the camera. And, like, that's yeah. exactly, like, and he'll do it on a beat yeah. every single, like, five minutes. And I love that. Like, because, he knew there was an audience. Yes, because, you know. So self-aware. That's what they went with, and they and they just ran with it, yeah, and it, they did that on a lot of different it wasn't, things. It wasn't a serious movie, so they could get away with it. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like bringing an overly dark and gritty tone in the comic book movies every time you try to make one makes them inherently less fucking fun to watch, Mr. Snyder. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had something in my throat. (laughs) Versus Superman. (laughs) You usually get that looked at. Yeah, I Uh, laryngitis or something. I don't know. So um, I'm going to just jump put my rating in here while I'm talking. Okay. Um might as well, I guess. I I I want it's it's better than Captain Marvel for me. I would say we can talk more about Shazam cuz we never got to talk about Shazam on Hall of Heroes at all cuz we didn't have time to. Oh. So we can really take our time with Shazam if you want. Okay, you know, I'm just going to hide my rating for a few moments. Yeah, you're going to well, hide I, I want to hear it out. I want to hear it out. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it a chance. 
Uh, Spencer, thoughts on Shazam? Uh, Shazam. Hmm. <laughs> it was everything I was expecting, not in in a, in a bad way. Um, it was like the trailers were really faithful to the tone of this movie. And so I had a pretty – I was not disappointed. It was like everything that I saw in the trailer that I really thought I would enjoy except more of it. Um, there is a very obvious message in this movie, one that is a good one and one that is handled very tastefully, I think. And it, and it, and it it's like one of those things. It was kind of like watching Black Panther for the first time it's where you like – It's the crutches can be weapons. What crutches can be weapons? Yes, <laughs> yeah, that is the message. It was like it was the same sort of a feeling I got coming out of Black Panther, where I was like, "There's a really obvious message that's practically being rammed down my throat, but I'm okay with it because the movie was good and it was tastefully done, you know, and you don't mind so much." Like with Black Panther, I didn't mind because it was handled well and it was done like. It was a very obvious message. I know a, f a few folks in white hoods that would very much disagree with you. <laughs> Yikes! But That's like, not real. I don't know any KKK members. <laughs> but like, it was just like with with Shazam. It's all about family, and it's all about kind of like what we were talking about in the Rise of Skywalker review that we are talking about that we referenced about this movie that we'd be talking about later now. But it's like holy blood. shit! This is the superconducting loop. I know, right? Um, but like blood does not inherently define family. It's it's your your blood relatives, but like family is more than that. And um, we had a foster sister when I was growing up, and it's not always as pretty as it appears in Shazam. And I'd love it for always to be the case. Like you know, there's just. There's always baggage that comes with foster kids and sometimes it can be hard to make them feel in their hearts that they are welcome someplace, you know? Yeah. So on that's that's my serious you can see note. You smiling that's, in the mirror, Travis, is like my, hear the jokes you're making in your head. It's my serious my serious note. Um but it's done very playfully and I'm really glad that it ended the way it did. It's like you know, but anyway, what else? What else? What else? What else? You're calling the. Uh, hold on, I can't remember the name of it. The caterpillar. Oh yes, yes, yes. So during the end credit scene with what's his name scribbling all the the seven deadly sin runes on his prison cell wall, and I just like hear a ethereal voice echoing throughout the cell. I'm like. How much you want to bet it's a caterpillar in the cell next door? And Mr. Mind is the name of the villain. Of the caterpillar? Mr. Mind. Mr. Caterpillar. Mr. Mind, the caterpillar. <laughs> I was like, Drives how much, me how much you want to bet he's in the next cell? And sure enough, he's like sitting there in the windowsill. Monologuing, monologuing. to Dr. Savannah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was fun. Um, I... Are we sticking with the ratings at the end, President? Yeah, we'll okay. do the ratings okay. at the end. Um, in that case, I'm scouring my brain for any last bits. Joel, what did you give bits. I didn't. We were going to wait, hear it out. I want to hear everyone's before. Um, okay. You know, change my mind a bit. Tons of fun. Oh, I did notice one thing that caught my eye that was either an editing error or 
something else. But when they're at the gas station and the guys like are robbing the store and they throw them out the window and they're like lying unconscious on the road with glass shards everywhere. And then like two seconds later, the two brothers are like running out of the store with a six pack of beer and they're laugh and be happy, blah, 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 you know, and the glass and the criminals are missing and they go back in and they get chips and stuff and they come back out and the glass and the criminals are still missing and the and the cop car pulls up where the glass and the criminals should still be but they're not i don't know that was the only thing that caught my eye i was like hey wait a second um but other than that yeah. favorite fa- part family of fun for everyone more favorite. than more than what i caught that's yeah i didn't yeah. notice that I, my favorite part was uh whenever like He's getting shot up by the the robbers, oh, and, and the like, gas and he gets hit in the head, and then they run out of ammo, and then he just like it cuts to a nice close up view uh, of Shazam, and he's just like, "You're dead." And then- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I'm gonna go before Travis because fuck off. I know he's gonna monologue on this one because uh, <laughs> he's been sitting on a handful of jokes this whole time. Uh I had a lot of fun with Shazam. I really enjoyed this movie. I was really upset that we couldn't get around to reviewing it when it came out. It is very cute. I think it is very pleasant. Uh, again, with the message of, you know, you, you choose your family. And uh, the message that I had with Billy learning to learning to love and be loved, I think was really sweet. Um, I like the fact that this is the first time we've seen a DC cinematic universe whatever the fuck we're gonna call that movie uh that felt the presence of the other heroes my bad sorry keep yawning um like i love the little you know the fact that like uh freddie wore like superhero shirts and like there were the toys and they were like thought re- referencing other heroes uh with like the whole you know i don't know anything about this kid crusader stuff that's batman what? Never mind. Like stuff like that. Like it just felt so lived in and adorable. And like this is how high schoolers would react to a world that had superheroes in it. Um, and like the idea of like a superhero, a new superhero being a viral sensation. Um, you almost get into like the kind of meta territory that like uh, the boys in My Hero Academia toys with of like how a superhero in real life would be a viral sensation. And would make a fuckload of money on the internet. Uh, so I, I quite liked it. I, and I hope that one day they're able to spin this into the greater DCEU. And we can actually see what that Superman in the cameo looked like. Absolutely. Travis. So guys, you know, I meant to go see this in theaters. Like I, had, I had every intention of it. The day I went to go, it was weird. I lost my tickets at the carnival. <laughs> really so yeah like, I did they run away or were you just neglectful or, or did you notice you lost it and then deliberately said fuck these tickets yeah that's what i did i don't want to see these but then movies. i got to it was i got to the, i'll just buy tickets to the theater it's, it's a sunken cost oh i want to go see it but i got to the theater and they went yeah man our copy of it the show in the viewing room we lost it at the carnival <laughs> What? And then my interest for this movie, I I lost at the fucking carnival. <laughs> I was so offset. Th- this movie is wonderful. Like it, it's it's very good, except the opening scene. <laughs> I I I was so distraught and upset. And granted, I knew where they were going with it. 
to push home the idea of like you know blood doesn't mean family that he spends the movie looking for his mom because as a four-year-old he warps his like that memory in his head and that clearly his mom did not just lose him because this does not appear to be a big carnival so it's like he gets away (laughs) for five seconds the police are called. There's no way she doesn't immediately find him. So, of course, she yeah. left Like, him. I'm sorry. If you but... get your – like, the, the worry of the parents is not that the kid gets, l- like, lost and then found by the police. It's that the kid gets lost and then stolen and kidnapped or yeah. whatever. So, you know, you get to the point where I'm like, the first place a parent goes – is the police. Yeah. And so, like, I knew where they If were... you want your kid back <laughs> at all, you go to the police. So I just, like, I this knew where like they were... This is, like, a more apathetic version of Taken. <laughs> so, like, as soon as I saw that he was... T- he, he got to the police, I'm like, oh, he's fine. His mom's gonna find him. We're good. You know, that's the... No. And I, also, my beef about this part is, like, the police kept from him... His mom's, like, identity slash location. I don't think it's so much that they kept it from him. It's that she disappeared. But, like, like, the kid, the little kid found it in, in, in like, an FBI database. No, no, no. He he found, like, he had a whole list of potential parents that had their aliases and stuff with the name Batson. And the only way that he could access the addresses and information was to hijack hijack a cop cop car. car. Yeah. The as a four year old he didn't remember his mom's. No, real I'm name. talking about the little kid that hacked into the FBI database and got the information. Oh, that was just a that was just a dumb one offline because the Asian kid can hack. Apparently, yeah, that was that the, was all set that, up just for the fucking Watchdogs joke. Paired with the line of "So I've played Watchdogs," I'm like, "Oh fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, Get, leave Watchdogs at the fucking carnival." <laughs> <laughs> is that a new bit? Leave I, it at the carnival. I'm going. I'm going to make it a bit because <laughs> run with look, it. I was so. It just pissed me off. Like even knowing, knowing how they were going to like yeah. pull the strings on that, it just pissed me off because it's so fucking dumb. Yeah. And, like you said earlier, you'd rather it have been like a deadbeat mom or something. Because well, she is. Yeah. But like more overt though. Like instead yeah. of left him I, at the carnival. <laughs> yeah, I. Just <laughs> there was something, yeah. And again, I I understand the Travis's idea of... glee when the final battle happened at the carnival. Oh my god! <laughs> like the noise was... he made when he saw they were flying oh, it towards back it. to the carnival. Yeah. I just, <laughs> it just all of a sudden clicked that like I know that the climax fight happens because of the shot of him walking and saying Shazam, but it's snowing. So I d- it didn't click right away, but I was like, oh, wait, this is the carnival because he crashes into the fucking balloon popping stand. Yeah. That and then he's abandoned. The, and then the tiger and everything. But, like, yeah, I just can't. That's that one element is too much for you guys. It's, it's, uh, it drives me up a yeah, wall. I And then also, like, maybe because I've I've consumed so much of the, like, trying to think of a word for it like deconstructive almost content around superheroes especially because like anime yeah like my hero it. yeah my hero academia one punch man i've consumed so much of this that like and again if i had watched it when it came out i probably would have really i i still liked it yeah i should, I should preface i really enjoyed this movie we're I'm just, just picking it apart i'm memeing the shit out of this <laughs> yeah <laughs> this front bit but like 
it was funny to an extent. The 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 taking off his glasses bit gets got so old for me, where I was just like, you can stop. The you know the monologuing in the in the sky bit that oh, was I so funny that. that was good because it's so true. You see, I'll feast man. upon your heart. What? I can't hear Speak you. Up. You're like three blocks away. <laughs> a mile, I think. He said. Yeah, he said a mile. But that's good. a good Schmodown question. That's good. How, How far, far away does Shazam, Shazam tell Doctor Savannah he is? Um, but yeah, it's just like a lot of that stuff felt like forced comedy to me, okay. which like yeah. I enjoy Marvel movies. I have no right to complain, but. <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, too fucking dumb to appreciate that. I also want to throw in that I kind of had, like, it flashbacks whenever we were in the carnival. You know, like, kid gets lost in the carnival, and I immediately, like, thought about it. That's gross. You're gross. Shazam. Okay, that's fair. Like, And I'm just, like, mm, can't no, do it. No? no? Just automatically feel gross? Yeah, automatically feel gross. I gotta say, I think my favorite part of the whole movie, like the entirety of watching it with Joel and Spencer and Travis today, was uh, the scene at the very end whenever uh, Shazam shows up to sit with Freddy at lunch. Oh, and, yeah. Like, the and the noise Superman. Joel made when he saw <laughs> Superman is without a doubt one of the funniest things I've heard all year. Because Shazam just goes, oh, hey. I invited somebody else if that's okay with you. And like you hear like the da 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 and as he turns, right before Freddie goes, Oh my god! Joel just goes, Ugh! <laughs> That's not the noise I made. Yeah, it was. No, this is what I do every single time something happens. It's just an instinct for me in a movie. I go, <laughs> But when it came out, it was more like a <laughs> I, it's like so much stepped on your foot really hard like eh! yeah well Ooga bugger. it's less Ooga guttural bugger. it's more like a laugh like a <laughs> we know the gurgling we heard today joel oh anyways okay. uh right. i I, so, I enjoyed it quite a bit i don't know that i'm like as high on it as you guys seem to be but it was good it was just enjoyable yeah, yeah. you know yeah. yeah i'm i'm always happy with a comic book movie that i can just enjoy yeah same without like needing to pick it apart too much also i just i love zachary levi quite yeah, a lot he's excellent as but uh shazam. Shazam. absolutely good old, i can't yeah i don't want to say shazam i want to think of another one but there's not another good like syllable version of that word yeah i feel like i'm gonna be murdered in my sleep for saying this yeah however uh, but did just for a split second, did anyone get like a Green Lantern vibe? In the sense that, like, like elaborate, like, like strong of will, like yeah, indomitable and like, spirit type thing. Yeah, and like the glowing suit and like all. The, <laughs> oh I yeah, mean, I just yeah. Thought of something, something that I just thought was just hilarious. It was just hysterical to me. I knew it was coming, but it was so funny at the end. Whenever he like takes out his eye and he's got all of the seven deadly sins inside of it and he's like so much power i could nah, i got you <laughs> it's like yeah, i knew see, it was coming like but that jokery was there that joke the the monologue joke, those i think were good those were good and so there's some things that like might not have been a joke i've played watchdogs <laughs> i've played watchdogs can suck a dick not the kid that that'd be oh god i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> giving us images. I, wait, wait, wait to, way to go right into the gutter, Travis. Redacted, redacted, redacted. Redacted, uh, redacted. 
I disavow. I disavow. Demonetized. Um, I didn't like that joke quite at all. I don't. And that's if the glasses thing was a joke, I can at least live with it. If it wasn't, yeah. stop making him take off his glasses. I feel like there came a point where they were deliberately doing it as a absolutely. Joke. I it hope. probably started off as just like, oh, here, let's do it once. Yeah, or let's twice. do let's do the dramatic. And reveal. then he liked it like a lot, and he just went with it. It's like any time a superhero movie acknowledges the superhero landing, you oh yeah, you know it, it has to be intentional. Yeah. 100%. So, what do we what do we think? Uh, Want to get our our ratings in here? Joel, give me a number in between zero and ten that describes how much you like this movie. I would say just slightly more than Captain Marvel. That's not a number. That is a six. Okay. Really, a six. For Joel, yeah, I just I just liked it just a little bit more than Captain Marvel. I I feel like it was really the humor that went into it. That I mean, okay, you know, Captain Marvel had some pretty great humor too, but I don't know. It just it connected with my inner child humor about, just a bit yeah. more than Captain Marvel. Also, it's a Christmas movie, and it's yeah, a Christmas movie in, in May. It is a Christmas movie that we watched three days before Christmas. So, Instead of in May when it came out, Spencer, what, what um, would you? Came out in April. It seems like we all have very separate standards for the average, um, and just like Joel, mine is going to be a bit higher than Captain Marvel. But I started at seven, so I'm looking That's at fair. a seven point five for Shazam. Very enjoyable. Not a whole lot to digest, which is good in a superhero movie. It's kind of like. The Ant Man of the DC U uh, for me right now. Um, so Stubby, your number. I think I can comfortably put. Uh, Shazam is just slightly more enjoyable than Captain Marvel for me. Uh, just comparing it to the other only other entry on the list. I'm gonna rank that bad boy at an eight. Uh, I quite like it a lot, and it's just it, that that silly tone is just so engaging for me, and um, it just rubs me right in. And Travis, where you come in here? I'm going to be the dark horse. I enjoyed I a forty-two a lot. I enjoyed Shazam equally, but in different ways than Captain Marvel. Six. Wow. wow. All right, so that comes in then at 5.62. What? How? That's not that is mathematically not, That's not working. Okay, let's just that redo this. Wrong. 6 plus wrong. 8 plus 6 plus 7.5 divided by 4. What? Okay, there we go. 6.875. This is not making much sense at all. The math does not check out. Now it does. But still, I love how we are like the only podcast that in doing their comic book movies ranked (laughs) is like going to integers like this and averaging out. Well, technically, it's not an integer. I'm aware. I was wondering what Spencer said Three of them. Well, well, I was I stuck with the integer theme, but then you're the one that broke it up. And this time everyone else stuck with the integer theme, but I broke it up. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. So... And we're off to the next, next movie. Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame. Assemble. <laughs> Who wants to start? 
I love this movie. <laughs> okay, then Joel Joel just volunteered himself. For this. My favorite part is when Thor just screams like, ah! I'm glad like, we both right, are in like agreement before. that that is the best part of the movie. Just, I don't think it is appreciated enough. No, and I didn't like, notice it until you pointed it out that it's so audible. It's yeah, so it's, audible. It's like so guttural, dude. It's just like, Avengers! Assemble. Yeah! Like, you do it so well. Because <laughs> oh, that fuck. would be me. It would just I scream ju- I just, in response. I so love that. And I mean, See if there's like you a... can't but get chills when all of the portals open up and everybody's coming in <coughs> and you have the epic music playing. And it's just, it's so, so good. And it, I, frankly, it was everything I wanted out of the final movie but there were some things that i just can't get over like the fact that captain marvel comes in nearer the end of it and is like here let me destroy it in one shot and didn't come in and then like her one excuse is like oh well you know there's um there's a lot of planets out there that i was dealing with it's like well, listen, if you weren't on this planet, then the whole universe is destroyed. So, I think we have priority here. Well, yeah, because and she came to Earth when Thanos came back. Like, she, Well, yeah, remember? but it's just like the matter of the fact. And then, I mean, I understand from like a storyline perspective, you can't write it that way because then you wouldn't even have a movie. And I completely get that. It's just a little bit of a sticky situation for me so um i like that she's not on earth i think i said i think she has her home is in space and i like that she's like taking care of you know like i said like everything that's happening on earth is happening on every other planet does it change for you if it's like someone like another character that isn't there immediately and just shows up and rips the thing apart Instead of Captain Marvel. That's why I don't mind it. No, it's just the fact that she has unlimited power. Like, some crazy-ass well, power. Obviously not unlimited. Good. No, you know what I mean, though. Well, it's in, it's in the same vein that, like... I don't know who else is... <laughs> okay, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I also love how, like, Thor is so freaking ready to go that... Yeah. Cap can barely get the word <laughs> assemble out, and he's already like... Um, it's fucked. But her powers come from an Infinity Stone, so it's like... Well, yeah, yeah, but you you understand where I'm coming from. Like, the fact that she of. just has so much power and could have been useful a lot sooner. Again, yeah, again I understand like she doesn't, you can't do that because yeah, it ruined the, moment, the movie. But the moment she's needed, she's there. She, I she even, was needed a lot sooner than that. No, she wasn't. She, wasn't, she was not... Well, you can think of it this way. They don't know that fight's coming until it starts. Right? I mean, you have a they, point. Yeah, until Thanos starts bombing the Avengers yeah, base. It's not until we get the extremely comical scene of Ant-Man flying away from the, the blast. The, and I, shrinking on the way back. It's still it's the, it's the funniest shit out. I've seen in a Marvel movie ever. Fight me. That, like, it's not until that point that you're like, oh, they're, they did not plan for a fight until this moment. Right? They don't know Thanos is coming that's, until this that's moment. That's a, a really fair, fair point. Yeah. Um, and considering that... Carol Hall's ass. <laughs> yeah, it's it's quick, but also it's the funniest. That's I the can only scene. imagine like her like flying through space, just like looking at some type of like 
distress signal from the Avengers going like, fuck, 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 better not be dead, they better not be dead, they better not be dead, they better not be dead. I think that's why she flies, like, like she doesn't even, like, touch the ground to touch base. She just sees the ship and Holdo maneuvers it. And just like, fuck, 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 don't have time! If she if she Holdoed the ship, the entire Earth would be vaporized. Go, go. Okay, it's literally, the movie is about Grimace and his magical rock collection doing a genocide. Fuck off. Anyway, getting back to it, I love the movie. It's it's just so good and has so many satisfying moments. And I cried at the end. Only I, at the I, end. Everybody, I yeah. bawled. I my only eyes. cried in one MCU movie, and it was not this one. No, it was not this one. I, I oh. when Iron Man died. Spoiler alert. Yeah, freaking <laughs> spoilers. Jeez. So anyone who's anyone who's watching this hasn't seen this yeah. movie. I so what you were saying, like, oh, this is so good, this is so good, it's so satisfying. When I was talking about doing this episode <laughs> with my uncle, he draw he brought up the fact, and I agree with him, that like <laughs> reviewing and ranking Endgame as a film is really fucking difficult. Cause like That's very <laughs> true. It's very hard to not just give it the trump card and be like, you're the winner automatically. Well, cause it's, it's, it will be, but... It, it, it's, it's not a movie. I you know what I mean? Like, it's not really a not film. It, it, you can't even classify no, it by itself because it relies it upon the <laughs> other 21 <laughs> movies. Yeah, it relies upon the other 21 movies as set up, but like, the achievement it pulls off as by itself is incredible so it's in on this top really of the culmination place. of that that energy yeah. and that momentum and if you didn't have that momentum it wouldn't have been a good movie yeah it's it's really cannot be considered its own movie no no it, it, not it's, even a it's, bit it's so it's so weird and hard to categorize uh travis thoughts thoughts on this little indie project i can't watch this movie without crying and not when Tony – like, that's the thing. If a character that I love dies in what seems like the perfect way, I don't cry because it's one of those things where, like, this is how you were meant to go. In the same way that I didn't cry when Luke died in Last Jedi, where I was like – Can't relate. I know. But <laughs> I was like – no, I cried during the funeral. But, like, I can't – you know, watching Luke return to who he was, who he's meant to be, and then fade into the Force was perfect to me. Watching Tony – finalize his saving of the earth in a sac in, in sacrificing it all was perfect to me. I cried in a very different way. Write it. Yeah, boy. Oh, I live for that sound. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're worth it. We're like, from around the time cat picks up Mjolnir and I'm just like, this is fucking epic. And then oh oh sorry the, I, I retract my 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 statement about it earlier the best moment is when Cap picks up Mjolnir and I like I don't I just oh I ugh. I tolerate cheering in theaters opening night but otherwise I find it fucking abhorrent I will say that off the cuff I was out of my fucking chair screaming <laughs> <laughs> it's the moment we've all been waiting just for like, everyone screamed in the I theater. was so happy. But I just like from from hearing Sam give, you know, call in to, to Steve. I almost said Chris. <laughs> um, and I almost said, "Who the fuck is Chris?" Which Chris? Yeah. <laughs> but hearing hearing the you know 
Cap, Cap, do you read? On your left. And watching the portals open. Seeing everyone come through. It just, like, there's this sense of, like, we made it. You know? Like, the, the fight doesn't fucking matter. The fact that we got here, we can show all these characters on screen and no one's gonna fucking bat an eye. That, like, yeah. we are living in the timeline where pretty much the entire cast of Marvel sans the, the X-Men, X-Men and, and, the the four. and the Fantastic Four are just on screen together. At the same time. You know, we... It's there. Yeah. You know? And th- there's something about it that just makes me so emotional. That every time I watch it, like even I bought it on Blu-ray the week it came out and watched it again and just I I couldn't stop crying. It was intense. It was great. I love this movie quite a bit. Yeah. I think it does the fan service. It's whole the backbone of its plot is just fan service and it does it so well. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, I wish I would have let Cap keep the beard, but that's a personal choice. <laughs> He was using um, will, a Harry's razor. I can't yeah, wait can't for sponsor us. I can't wait sponsor for us uh, Harry's multiverse. That's yeah. Because that the will what exp- if show yeah. it will explain stuff in a good way. I in a satisfying way. I I loved basically everything about this movie. Like uh, I'm trying not to like I'm already writing down my rating. I mean, I don't That's mind. not how this works. I don't care. That's not how it's any not, of this works. That's not how it works. <coughs> That's Joel's not giving how it a zero. Oh, don't. 9.4. Don't, don't wuss out of that. That's not four. Well, then what's that coming out the top? That five has a face. error because I'm writing with my right hand. Are you left-handed? Like the rest I am of left-handed. Yes, that's his fucking personality trait. Left-handed unite. <laughs> you and my mom. Congratulations. Um, wow. Right-handed people have a monopoly on the society, and it's not okay. You're not right anymore. Maybe in medieval times when they literally beat it out of you, but not anymore. I wish someone beat it out Self-righteous of you. Self-righteous pain endured. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think about anything else to say about this. You movie. have no idea how much it fucking annoyed me in middle school. This little bastard would be writing and go out of his way to like write like he was like a fucking Victorian queen with this like with this like fountain inc- obs- pen with a f- this like fancy how obnoxiously goods. fucking fancy his handwriting was and they took his good time with it and I then every with me blessed like- time would come away from his paper with his hand covered in graphite and to just loudly go I guess that's what happens when you're left handed that is not I what I did with my Meanwhile, I pick up a scrap of paper with Jared's name on it, and I can't figure out what it says. Yeah, well, at least I I have to rely on the horribly drawn but still quite endearing (laughs) Spider-Man symbol at the end to determine who actually wrote it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Spencer, you're up for Endgame. Oh, I was wondering if I'd get a turn. No. I think we can. Okay, moving on. Uh, Rate it. Um. Okay. Endgame. What did I think? I think that it is still not my favorite Avengers movie. I think there's very little wrong with it besides the the very, very fast pacing of it. Absolutely. It's like it's necessary. You got to wrap up 23 movies in one. You got to have the three-hour movie be pretty quickly paced throughout. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of manful tears that I wanted to shed but did not. Um, there's, 
just a lot to digest and don't you freaking dare. <laughs> I get, thought he was going to uh, say fuck. As a I thought he was going to say fuck. Travis was just about to open a can again. by his ear again little, for the second night. Little turd. But You've he had didn't. too he much didn't caffeine. Give me that. You've nice. had enough to drink tonight. Um, but this yes, I agree. There's definitely a better movie. Oh, absolutely. And, and my hot take of the MCU, like my ultimate hot take for the MCU is that Age of Ultron is the best Avengers movie. That is quite a hot take. It is a really that hot is take. Really, I it don't is like a it. really I hot take. I staunchly disagree, not because I dislike I mean, Age my of Ultron. Favorite quotes I, are from that movie. Don't get me wrong. But like, and let's not. I, I, didn't, I don't want to turn this into an Ultron talk, but like not to sit. All this to say that I still loved <laughs> Endgame. I loved it a lot. I loved it like a newborn baby boy, and it's almost perfect, but it's not my favorite. No. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Got it. Yeah. Jared, did you put your input? I in? have not yet. Uh, first of all, I will throw a hot take in here. We're at one hour. Cool. Uh, I will throw my own hot take in here and say that I think Age of Ultron <laughs> is the most underrated one. I think Age of Ultron deserves more love. I do think Endgame is its own cinematic feat unto itself. I find the story just so the, the breakneck pace of it. It feels like you're. It feels like a comic book is happening on screen in front of you. It feels like the final issue. Well, it feels like multiple issues leading up to the final issue of a giant crossover event comic, and I love that. I love event comics. I love event stories. Uh, I love seeing everybody's every character involved's arc come to like a you know fiery conclusion. Um, if there's one thing that with time I have come to dislike, it is Black Widow's death. I think they should have found a way to avoid Natasha being killed off. And I don't <laughs> think she should have died. Uh, you got to kill someone. You do, Tony, and I think that. <laughs> I just, it, I, uh, in hindsight, I just feel like killing off Black Widow was uh, a little bit nearsighted. Well, here's he, I I will disagree. Merely, a, it's it's like a where do you draw the line? Sort of a question because if there's a loophole that allows the Soul Stone to be acquired without the sacrifice of actual life, then. At what point do you say is it ethical or not ethical, or is it possible, or it does like to go back in time and save Gamora as well? And if that's the case, then like you deal again with all the time travel questions. Like, okay, so what happens to Gamora? Like, it, I think you have to there. There has to be, and I think what they did a good job of in acknowledging this is that tampering with life has a very high cost in life and to not acknowledge that a soul stone by its very nature is so enigmatic that it's impossible to think that you can harness it without an expression of soul itself did any of that make sense yes and that is why it doesn't to me what i, I said. <laughs> I think the way you do both of them surviving is that the act of them trying to sacrifice themselves, like that back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, it's triggers similar, the soul stone. Similar in the sense that like 
it is assumed that the Elder Wand in Harry Potter passes by killing its owner, but in reality, it's just defeating, like, disarming them in a duel. Yeah, that, like, it's the act of them being prepared to sacrifice themselves. That triggers the Soul Stone, and that it just doesn't get to you fast enough to stop you from killing yourself. That, but, like, it goes on for so long that they buy it enough time to, and that, like, they're able to, like, in some way, like, cosmically find a loophole yeah. that, like, maybe not even, like, Stonekeeper Red Skull is aware of, and maybe not even the Soul Stone as, as its own entity is aware of, that just this act of humanity and compassion and love and sacrifice... And complete, just... Selflessness... Yes, ...made exactly. it go, like, and, like, and <laughs> I think that would be so beautiful for Natasha to be the one who triggers that... the Soul Stone coming to them, because I think, you know... The uh, she's she she's not alone thing uh, feels a little bit hollow without Nat. And I just. Yeah. Yeah. I just I really wish Nat could have been there for all of that. And I just feel like she's brushed aside. And, you know, I think there is a fridging that happens with Nat that I don't think should have been in there. Uh, And I think that's how you kind of sidestep it. And I wish that's what they did. Uh, so that is the only thing that really brings Endgame's score down for me is the is how much I wish they kept Black Widow around, and I can't believe I'm saying that. Outside of that, everybody turns in their best performances so far. I can't wait to see what happens as a result of this chapter. Uh, that's that's the other great thing about it is that it manages to be the ending of the Infinity Saga while showing you like okay. Now look at all this massive green pasture that we still can play in, especially because we own Fox now. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Endgame <laughs> is very... I thought that was him, and I got really confused as to how he did it without moving his mouth. <laughs> um, Master ventriloquist. Yeah. Spencer's been all of us the whole time. Shocker. <laughs> you know, in, in tanks. Jokes on you. In tanks, yeah. No one yeah, heard I, that. I, I've got I've got your in bodies tanks. floating around in yeah. cloning chambers. Oh. Yeah, I've been pulling the strings all along. You yeah. said tank. I thought you meant an armored vehicle. Oh, not, <laughs> not, like, not, not like not like Ant-Man. a giant thing of yeah. water. So uh, our ratings, uh, guys. What do you think, Jared? Out of ten. End game for me. When it came out, was a ten. And it was a 10 a couple months ago. And the more I think about Black Widow and a couple other missed opportunities, it's down to like a 9.3. It's still fucking incredible. Got it. But drops the ball a couple times. Just a reminder, I put 9.8 on the board earlier. For you? Yes, oh, for yes. myself. And Spencer? Um, Black Widow's death did not bother me nearly uh, as much as it did Jared. Um, the pacing is the only thing that is going to subtract because I, I do take cinematographics into account. So I'm going to go ahead and give it a 9.5. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. That's a hot take. <laughs> that's a five. <laughs> that's, um, quite, uh, what, what, what nostalgic. Deep oh, cut. Yeah, you yeah, deep cut, not hot take. The deep deep cut. Thank you. Deep cut. Deep cut. I'm I'm not hip. Euphemisms mixed up here. Yeah. You all are pansies. Point five. What about you, Trav? You're all fucking pansies. You're gonna give it a three, aren't you? Are you doing it? He's giving it the full ten. Give it two digits without a a fucking decimal, baby. (laughs) Integer.
All right, calculate that up for me. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Nine point six five, baby. Nine point six five out of ten, baby. I'm so excited for the next movie. I'm not. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, and also die. All right. So up on the the list next, it's going to be have, tens across the board. We have Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix, of course. Of course. Do we even need to discuss yes, it? Because I want to hear Does them talk the talk. Does the jury even we need, need to, to retire? Well, I the better, verdict is ready. Have you? you I better spent get some it. time talking I, about it. You oh, we have, on the show. We yeah. spent some time dumping on it. So <laughs> I better get at least three hours to talk about we this spent, dog shit experience. We spent as much time talking trash on the film as the film was long to be. <laughs> so uh, I think really this is uh, Travis and I, uh, our time to. To talk about this. I don't want this. to talk about it again, so it's Well, you. okay. So <laughs> I, I do want to talk about it because I at least want to get my word in. Um, you get me is the word when... bad? Why? Is the word bad? Yes, please. Eh, I think that's... That's what you get. That so, <laughs> That's what you get for making me watch this trash. So honestly, I think the best word slash quote to describe it is exactly the sound that I just made. <laughs> yeah, I will... Just take my segment just real quick and just say what I said before. I'm not sure how this movie could be any worse <laughs> is, what, is what I said during the original review. It's just, you know, I, I went into it. I had a little bit uh, of a bias going in because I had heard from both Jared and Spencer to just not watch it. <laughs> Before you were involved with the shows, yeah, we told you, just skip it. Just you don't watch don't it. don't need to waste your money. And so instead, I waited for it to come out on DVD, and I wasn't going to watch it at all uh, until I realized that uh, it was the day of recording this episode. And so this morning, when we watched Shazam, before it, we had watched Dark Phoenix. Um I got up at eight thirty for you, motherfucker. <laughs> On your day off, my day yeah. fucking off. So we watched Dark Phoenix, and I went in with a little bit of a of a a pre <coughs> preconceived notion. Thank you, preconceived notion of just that it was going to be really, really, really bad. And uh, and and so I really wanted to like it, and I really tried hard <laughs> because to piss you guys I just off. wanted to. Yeah, I just wanted to piss you guys off. And so I really tried to like it. <laughs> and as an X-Men X-Men fan, I was uh putting together X-Men and fan somehow. An X-Fan X, X, X X-Man. <laughs> an X-Men fan. Uh I just it was so fast and choppy and it cut Bad. from one plot point and... to another very quickly. It was not smooth at all. And there were some moments, I think you even caught Travis, an overdubbing error at one point. <laughs> oh, there were a couple ADR issues. Yeah. So There's like, one point. When the, when, when the lady, the when, weird when the lady, alien lady. The alien woman is talking to Jean Grey for the first time. In, in the, the bar. bar. And she like turns her head away from the camera. So you, but her mouth is clearly not moving. And she gives a full like 10 second line. Like mm -hmm. she talks, yeah. she continuously talks from like head moving, mouth isn't moving, little bit of movement, final, like, and then she stops and her mouth keeps moving a little bit. It, it was bad. <clears throat> so just poor execution generally. Uh, the like the storyline was intriguing, but as soon as like 
honestly, as soon as two minutes in, I saw aliens. I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. It's going to be that kind of movie. And I'm like, we already have we already have mutants in this movie. Why do we need full on alien invasion? So. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever listened to our review of. We don't want any. Whatever you're selling, we don't want it. We don't want what you're selling, and we don't want no Dark Phoenix neither. No. Uh, can you, Spencer, please Google the fucking aliens that were in this? Because I can't remember what it was. The uh, they're called Bad. The, they're, <laughs> the Bad. It's not the Jabari, because that's the tribe right. from Black Panther, but it sounds like it. Jakari? It's like the Dajari. I know, I know. Uh, Wait, guys, guys, guys that. The, they are... That's what they're called. You burp so much in this uh, show. Hey, <laughs> guys, you hear that? What? The siren? There's a bunch of sirens going on. We are right next to a hospital. Yeah, no, I've been not. to it. I work there. <laughs> Quit saving lives! Where? <laughs> Stop it already! Hall of Heroes, indeed. <laughs> Mr. Sansweet didn't ask to be saved. Mr. Sansweet didn't want to be saved. They are the Dabari. 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 They're so the, the bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, Jessica Chastain's character's name is like Huck or Juck or I, Guck or uh, something stuck and dumb like that. But it was, it was just bad. It was they had Vuck. You're right. With a V. They had to go back and do the Dabari as the aliens. Because Captain Marvel already used the Skrulls. They were originally supposed to use the Skrull in this movie. <laughs> Got it. And the move and the climax was supposed to happen on a Skrull ship. <laughs> so <laughs> Captain Marvel comes out a couple months before Dark Phoenix. And they had to redo they, it. And they went back and reshot the fucking movie. <laughs> Which is still the funniest goddamn thing to me. <laughs> Oh my god! Disney like it's like a like just like went with it and was like, you have to now go back. It's not like it would have made the movie any fucking better. Yeah, but like okay, now the movie takes place on a train, and you have to use the Dabari. I mean, I like the train sequence personally. It was fun, but like just the amount of spite there. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's so bad. It's so yeah. bad and so lifeless. So just generally, again, choppy, not really well thought out. Uh, the plot was fine, except for the aliens. <laughs> what plot? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, sorry, I just clipped myself. I think but, the word you're looking for is the actors distract you from the plot because they're really good. Yes, very good actors. Very good. Are they, though? Except there were a few questionable moments. <laughs> okay, Jennifer Lawrence is asleep at the wheels, Mystique. Yes. But then again, she dies. And who's the guy that plays the Beast? Uh, Nicholas Holm. Nicholas Holm. Holm. He was cheesy. He was so bad. And he was cheesy. He was literally reading off a fucking prompter. And, and you know the a scene whenever uh, after Raven dies, when um when they're in, in where where Charles met Raven originally in his in his dining kitchen in yeah. his kitchen and and he's sitting down he's you know grabbing a bottle of scotch or whatever he's he's grabbing and and the acting there was just so bad he was trying he, to be emotional but he just like he's you, reading the lines for the first fucking time yeah. i swear to god oh, 
It's that's, it's not good. That's the thing. I thought this movie would be fun to rip into. It's just fucking bad. It's yeah. just well, sad. We went into It's not even bad. It's sad. We went into it with the intention of hate watching it to begin with, and we were surprised at how much more we hated it than we expected. Like it was it was so infuriating. We just got out of our review of Rise of Skywalker, right? We just yeah. finished up our review of Star Wars. And in it I said, this is several movies crammed into one, and thus a lot of things feel underbaked or bare bones. And I think overall that Star Wars can get away with it because behind it you have fantastic acting, fantastic cinematography, fantastic set pieces. Yeah. Like it's Star Wars, and it can, so it can get away with a little more. <clears throat> Not only is this movie – choppy and bare bones and barely a cohesive fucking plot the acting is okay at best for, depend like on the average yeah i to mean me. fassbender and mcavoy are like the outliers exactly and that's not me saying that like everyone in this movie is bad fuck them it's just that like if i was on this project i also would not be giving a fuck Oh, like yeah. i would not be trying in the slightest i wouldn't care they've already fucking paid me for a contract yeah and especially knowing that yeah knowing that this is the end of that line i would also be like i'm just gonna read off a fucking prompter that's not a true fact i'm making that up just so i'm yeah i know you would never yeah and if i'm not mistaken this was a remake of a previously made this is this is x-men 3 but way worse with like less continuity not that x-men 3 was any good to begin with but it's better yeah. than whatever the heck yeah, they whatever this here. was. Well, yeah. and I'll say this much: there's also like one of the things that really drove me mad about Dark Phoenix is like the lack of cohesion with all the other movies. Like, even if this isn't supposed to be the same timeline where James McAvoy eventually becomes Patrick Stewart and Michael Fassbender eventually becomes Ian McKellen, how in the fuck are Patrick Stewart? And Ian McKellen, or how the hell are uh, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender supposed to look like Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen in five fucking years at the time this movie takes place? <laughs> yeah. Like, they only have a few years to start looking like they're in their 80s. Shout out to Ian McKellen. Love him. What a guy. Yeah. But what like, an actor. There's no cohesion with the timeline, you know, at the end of X-Men Apocalypse. Phoenix, or Gene uses the Phoenix Force to kill Apocalypse. But, like, they frame it as though she's using the Phoenix Force for the first time during the space mission. It's just yeah. a hot mess. None of it makes sense. Yeah. The only saving graces are there are some nice performances sprinkled in around about there. And I think the score is pretty good. <coughs> um, outside of that, it's, it just cannot be bothered to match with the rest of the movies in this franchise or just be bothered to be good. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, it uh oh what was the there was a really funny story about how badly it tanked at the box office that we laughed our asses off at. What oh, was it? oh, oh, that oh, Joker oh, oh. uh made more in its opening weekend that Dark Phoenix did in its entire run. Yeah, that was that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it made more opening day. Yeah. Than yeah. It made its entire run. Well, uh, I think my I I can say that my favorite part of Dark Phoenix consistently will always be Cyclops 
really abruptly and unnaturally screaming yes. the word fuck. Yes. Which is still. Oh, yes. And I, I forgot. I remembered until we started the movie. And then by the time we got there, I was so deranged and angry that I was watching it <laughs> that I forgot he was going to go, if you touch her, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> they literally just wanted to fit that word in. Logan oh, yeah. did well. Give, give it the fuck word. Well, you... yeah, not even that. Like, they, because they had in uh, first class. That great scene where Wolverine's like, go fuck yourself. And then, it was so in character, so wonderful. And then they brought it back for uh, Days of Future yeah, Past. which was also so So that Charles could so echo wonderful. it. And they shoehorned in a fucking apocalypse. And then they just had Cyclops, like, have a mild stroke. Yeah. And also, you can tell that that scene, that specific split second like frame set if you will those two seconds of him saying that we're just kind of chopped in there so it it it, like i mean that tells me like how many times did he try saying that you know what I mean? Do you think they had to stop because he laughed? How many takes? Yeah. <laughs> like, like he had to do. If he a laughed bunch anything like the way I did at the theater, <laughs> then yes. Like he had to to take a moment and reset a few times so that it, I don't know. It was just so forced, and just just that one clip was not originally there, and then they put it in. I don't know. Well, like, but, I, I I do want to compare like Dark Phoenix to Captain Marvel for a second, insofar as you have a story about an absurdly powerful female superhero. Learning to like learning about the way their emotions affect their powers. And now, granted, with Captain Marvel, the whole movie is like uh, Yon Rog trying to convince Carol that like her emotions make her weak. And with this whole movie, it's like a very stereotypical like, you need to learn to control your emotions. Your emotions make like, it. It's a, it's a much cornier. Your emotions make you weak. <coughs> Where like with Captain Marvel, it was that <coughs> like she didn't have to say the words "love" and "compassion" make me strong, because like it was just there and in the subtext enough that you didn't need it spoken. And Dark Phoenix can't help but make it text, just in case you're that fucking dumb. Or maybe they recognize that maybe this movie burnt too many of your brain cells that they needed to have jeans like look down the barrel of the goddamn camera and go, my emotions make me powerful. Bird. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think we, we need to say much, much more about, about this, this movie yeah. already. So I'm going to give it a, a, a three. No, <laughs> uh, two and a half. I'm going to give it a two, two and, and a half, half from yeah. Joel. Spencer, what do you give Dark Phoenix? What did I give it on the actual review? It's a great question. I don't know. I'm inclined Take to say a guess. it was not good. That's for sure. Um, I don't know. Just for the memes, I'm going to give it a 0.5. Oh, no. A 0. 0.5. 0.5! No, oh, you bastard. I was waiting for it. All right, Jared. Uh, I am gonna give Cat uh Captain Marvel. Oops, I just keep looking at it from over here and seeing the first movie title. Uh, decent performances, decent score. Uh, the train scene is really fun. Outside of that, nothing else is good about it. Uh, except uh, if you put one hand on her, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a th- three. All right. 
Nice. <laughs> and and Travis. Chance. You're all fucking cowards. Goose egg, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I almost had the balls, but not quite. I managed to muster at one zero, but, it was, zero. Fo- but it was followed by a point five. Nope. All right, Travis put it together. Pulls, no punches. One point five, motherfucker. That's our that's our average. <laughs> one point. Five. That is one point five too many. <laughs> All right, nice. I almost feel bad for Dark Phoenix. I don't. Spider Man: Far no. From Home. Oh, good. And movie. now for something completely different. <laughs> um, We've gone from the best to the worst to the second best. Um. Wow. Uh. Ugh. I didn't like it that much. What? I know. Get out of this basement. Be gone. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I did. You. Travis can do but post. I felt like the villain was just so cheesy. What? <laughs> what? Mysterio is second only to fucking Thanos and also MCU. Ultron. Yeah, but not in the movie. Get out of this fucking house. No, I'm serious. I just serious. muffled a Wilhelm scream I'm serious. because of you. I did not like the movie that much. <laughs> that is. I'm going to. like. I'm, I'm not going above a, a I, five. By freaking. Wow! By, this is the spiciest take. You had what, better stick what to is, your guns because. What really, is actually wrong with you? I want to hear what. Whew. I want to hear your major. Were you left at the carnival? (laughs) Joel, I don't want to shame you into giving it a higher score than you think it deserves. I just want to know where your brain deficiency is here that you aren't. Get the mouse. Get the mouse. Yeah. Bring the mouse. You know, I could just jump in here and say I'm just, I'm just farting around and messing with you, and I know it's one of your favorite uh, superheroes ever, and so that's why I'm doing it. But I'm not. I'm actually being legit. Um, you must answer to Cookie Cop. Okay, I might give it a little higher than than a five, but so give it your real answer. I just need to understand why your answer is so bad. <laughs> Shame. It's not a bad answer. <laughs> yes, it is. Everyone has their own personal opinion. Your opinion you must is different it. from mine, and therefore it is wrong. <laughs> um, the reason why I give it what did I give it is it just made me feel anxious the whole time and i didn't like the villain like everything was fine until he turned out to be a villain and then i i hated it i hated him primarily i mean tom holland like i adore tom holland as an actor as spider-man i freaking love him but you didn't like Mysterio. I did not like Mysterio, and Mysterio is a big part of the movie, and that's why I'm not. I don't like the movie as much. What? what? There are just some villains that just get to me, and I don't like them, and it just ruins the movie for me. Like for example, uh, uh, the original Spider-Man movies, right? Uh, Doc Ock. I fucking leave. Like okay, I don't <laughs> like Doc Ock at all. The Amazing Spider-Man movie, the 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 I don't know, flipping uh, the ones that aren't good. You mean reptile guy? You mean the lizard? <laughs> yeah, the lizard. Man, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just don't like it. But I love Tom Holland as the, as Spider-Man. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. 
Like, I'm willing to give him a 10 out of 10. Stop moving my mic away from my mouth. I'm taking away your platform. <laughs> I love Tom Holland. D platform. 10 out of 10 for the Tom Holland. Box out from under you. 10 out, of, 10 out of 10 for Tom Holland. I'm gonna That's give, it. He said a 10 out of 10. That's the score, I'm gonna boys. Give the, I'm going to give the movie a 5.5. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You guys can outweigh me here, but that's why we're doing averages. I'm just so disappointed in you. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And and the first what? Spider-Man with Tom Holland? A Homecoming, was it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Love it. I'd give that a 10 out of 10. I don't know who you are anymore. What What about Mysterio don't you like? Like, what? Don't know who. I don't know how to describe it except that he just really gets to me. Don't know who you are. Like I trusted him and he ripped out my heart. He's That's one of the, the most idea. iconic Spider-Man That's villains. The idea. How did you not see this coming from a mile away? Ah! Ah! You're hurting my heart, Joseph. I'm sorry, Joseph. Yeah. I can't even call you Jay right now. I'm hurting. Oh, my heart. Travis, say words that'll cheer me up. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. A great actor, mind Had a fantastic performance. Fantastic. You don't get to talk anymore. In one of the best. The grown-ups are talking about Spider-Man. In one of the best. This is where you zip it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Why did you just throw in my eye? Ow! Fuck me! Oh, my God. Breaking news, Joel's a fucking dick. I am not. <laughs> I'm erasing that decimal the in next 5. Thing, 5. The next thing to put in our budget is an ejector seat button for wherever Joel sits. <laughs> no, for the guest. Whoever's the guest for the day. No, for Have you. Them. So like when the they say something, I'm like, out of here. Anyway, Jake Gyllenhaal <sighs> has one of his best performances and one of the most iconic Spider-Man villains ever and one of the best villains in the MCU, period. Um, I think this movie is a fantastic epilogue to the yes fantastic. in the comics. I'm erasing your desk. <laughs> you gave it a fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it a fifty-five. That's a pro move right there. <laughs> I say that name. Excellent move. I just did what they call a pro. Are you gamer saying move. this is better than Endgame? Are you I will speak my piece on the Iron Are you saying that it's only twice as good as Dark Phoenix? No, twice plus point five. Yeah. Point five. <laughs> point five. Point five. So I I really, really enjoyed this movie. I loved that it was it was a high school like rom commy yeah. field trip movie about Spider Man. I, I I like I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. I like Jake Joan Hall as Mysterio. I think I will hit you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I, I think that he might be my like Mysterio might be my favorite villain in the MCU. I burped again. You're welcome. Um, this is what we get for recording right after eating sheets. Yeah. Also, I've had, sponsor us. I've had two sodas in between, like during the show. Um, but I really, really enjoyed his performance, and <clears throat> that was at you. It was his hairball. Yeah, that was at it. you. I got it. And. uh Love Tom Holland. Love Zendaya. Love everyone in this movie. Um, Mysterio is alive. Fuck you. And 
I enjoyed it a lot, a lot. So much, in fact. Oh, and our boy, Jay Jonah. Oh, yeah. Give me JK or give me death. A nine. A nine. He I gave, gave it, it a nine. nine. Wow. Look at that. I don't know that it necessarily deserves that, but fuck you. Spencer, how You're do you feel about adventure, uh, Adventures? Uh, adventures Far From I'm home. sorry. I, I, I'm suffering from brain trauma. Post-traumatic stress. From being struck with a Sharpie. <laughs> Spencer, how, how do technically it's a dry about? erase marker. I'll break your knees. It's expo I, low odor. I thought <laughs> I say low odor because I think you're high off of the fumes. Low odor. Low. Um, but anyway, how do I feel about Far From Home? I thought it was adorable. It was like all of the the like early teen romance and the awkwardness that I don't miss being a part of, but that I totally missed laughing at and, like, watching firsthand, like, the the very, like, timid, like, awkward, oh, <laughs> hey, I we like each other, but, <laughs> oops. <laughs> you know, it's like, it was so painfully but blissfully awkward romance that it's like, yes. oh, I've missed this, but not really. <laughs> that is the only yeah. reason I would watch it. Um, ew. Sorry. Ew, ew. To Ew. watch children yeah. no. fall You're in love. Joel Mason back. To watch the good, actually good storyline. To watch the children fall in love. Ew. <laughs> Your speaking privileges are revoked. <laughs> I'm being battered and fried. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Be quiet. Um. Anyway, what else? Mysterio is an awesome villain. Boy. Suck it, Joel. Um, it is it is an incredibly well made, well written, well executed, well paced movie. It's honestly one of the absolute best, and I love it dearly. Help! So, help! Me and repressed. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine point zero, like my friend Travis. Wow, the black leader, Grossman. All right, Jared. Get your word in. Get your game on. Spider-Man Far From Home, outside of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, has the single best grasp on who the character of Spider-Man and Peter Parker is. Mysterio is an amazing actualization of the nightmare scenario that is Peter Parker's life at the time that this movie takes place. He swoops in to be the mentor that he knows Peter needs right now and knows exactly how to make him think that he is that by while being nothing close to it. Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is amazing, and I really hope that he isn't dead and he comes back in some way, shape, or form. I love the suit that Spider-Man wears. I love the action. I love every bit of pacing here. Some of Hall of Heroes' <clears throat> deepest cut jokes are born out of this movie. Between I need you to unbird me, Walter, to I'm trying trying my, my best, best Julius! <laughs> to the fact that the prediction cast for this movie resulted in fucking quaaludes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hall of Heroes owes so much of its funniest moments, in my opinion, to Spider-Man Far From Home. So it is inherently a very, 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 very warm spot in my heart. I think the movie is amazing. I think the only thing that I would really change about it is a more direct addressing of Uncle Ben at one point in the movie. 
Outside of that, this movie is a 9.8 and is better than Avengers Endgame. Suck my spider dong. And the webs that come with it. You may think that, but we don't as a collective. It gets an 8.2. Somehow I managed to make it 9 and then mine 85. Okay, let's do it with that score. (laughs) Forget 55. We're going straight to 85. 8.2. 8.2 is the average. I'm sorry. I spoke my truth, though. And can you blame me for it? Yeah. Yeah, I knew. We can. You are entitled to your opinion. I can't blame you for having your opinion. I can't blame you for having the incorrect one. (laughs) Everyone has their favorite This is a totalitarian table here. But again, I cannot say it enough. Love Tom Holland, and I think he's been the best Spider-Man that you could ever have. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So... How do you sleep What is there at night? not to love about this movie? Easily. On my bed, on my memory foam mattress. Nerd. So, uh, Joker. Joker. Oh, for fuck's sake. Back to the I haven't seen Joker, so I'm out on this one. Are you leaving? No, I'm just... <laughs> Joel's gonna, like, I'm actually going to leave now. <laughs> I'm just going to cross my name off for this one. Well, that, we can't have that. What we need to do is it'll, we need to average the score of the three of us and then use that to average the score of all four. Otherwise, okay. it'll be skewed. All right. Yeah, we're good with that. I'm, Here's what? a guy who thinks ahead right here. Wait. Right right here. Hold on. Here. Wait. So instead of dividing for by the, four... For the overall You divide film, by three first and then use that... For the, yeah. To add to the We average in Joel, average since he's not going to have a score, if we don't include his score in the average, Joker will automatically be skewed down. So we need to have four scores no, it, to average, can average the, it between three. Yeah, though. if I just divide yeah. by three instead of four. Yeah. So our scores... But mathematically, average, Joker doesn't stand a chance against any of the other movies because it's missing a number. No, no, that's not... You got, no, that's not that's how that not works. That's not how averages work. That's not how averages work at all. Either way, we're going to get the same answer. Yeah, so the... So, for example, if we cover up... Wait, 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 wait. Let us speak our piece, and then after we have some actual real-life scores to work with, (laughs) we will have a mathematic and scientific experiment For example, see if the average of our three scores... Nine plus nine divided by three is nine. You are not getting what I'm saying, and your speech privileges have already been revoked. Spencer, (laughs) Spencer, no, but he's... Listen... The average of three sixes is the same as the average don't of make four me sixes. Come across this table at you. <laughs> okay, I, I don't care if you're a vampire or not. You're gonna get All the right. most real life vampire chick of your life. <laughs> we are doing it my way. As a a mathematical person, I understand that yes, if you average the three and then add it to the other three and average those Why four, it will just be a little bit different than the original experiment. But you know what I with know. real I, life no, genuinely, digits. I don't know what you like. I don't understand what you're saying. Well, here's what here's here's <laughs> what I'm saying. Not necessary. Here's what I'm saying. All of the other movies that we've done, yes. have four ratings. Correct. Correct. So if we average in from the three of us, as my Joel's score, score of zero, and then we average those four no. scores. No. 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 Average Joel, your three and make that my score. Joel does not have a score because he didn't see the movie. 
Okay, but now, every, but okay, all okay. the other movies have. I know Spencer, what you're gonna say. Spencer, but what I'm stop talking. Is, it doesn't matter. I know that's what you were gonna say. See, I knew it, but I don't care because it. This I have so been at this. Fuck I have been at this table for eight freaking hours. I want my way, and I want it now. Okay. I. All right, talk. Speak Are you your, trying your best? Speak your I'm piece. trying my best, Julian. <laughs> All right, we Jared. live in a society. <laughs> anyway, Joker. What do you get? Sorry. Jared, talk to me. I Tell me threatened. about the Joker. All right. Joker system. is a an average uh, film with an average storyline, with an average script, with a remarkable performances, remarkably shot, with remarkable score. And a remarkably arrogant director. Yes, <laughs> and, a, and a director whose skill is surpassed by his arrogance. Um, I, ref- I am at this. I have this love hate relationship with this movie, where I don't hate the movie, and it's entertaining to talk about it because it takes me about thirty five seconds before I get fucking annoyed by talking about it. <laughs> uh I got to see it a second time and was able to just kind of like passively sit back and go, yep, this is the cinematic equivalent to eating a Butterfinger. Like it is satisfying somewhat in the moment, but it is nothing that's really going to hold me over for very long. Oof. Nice. Nice. The tea. It's not like a Snickers bar, which satisfies. A Snickers bar, from what I've seen in the commercials, will make me fucking shapeshift. Yeah. (laughs) Spencer, what's Um, your take? What is my take? My take is it is one of those movies that you really ought to see one time, (coughs) but you really don't need to see it any more than that. Nor would I encourage you to like it. I think what Todd – the arrogance is – like most of my dislike for this movie comes from the fact that it is an old story presented with new wrapping paper – and is trying to be passed off as a new one. The whole story of the regular guy who just a whole bunch of crap hits the fan in his life and he slowly turns psychopath um, before the very viewing eyes of the audience, that is not a new story. Sorry, Um, this is not an original idea. It's just the first time anybody has done it in a comic book movie. So I tip my hat to you, Todd Phillips, but that is all that you get from me not another cent of my money not another minute of my time thank you for almost nothing good night and travis i am not as low on this movie as you two but i'm also not that much higher on it i enjoyed watching it the first time through mm-hmm. granted without the context of I'm going to sneak a real movie into a comic book movie. Or at least like when I watched it, I had removed that from my mind. And so I got a lot out of this movie in terms of Joker, Batman, Diodness <clears throat> that I liked quite a bit. Um, that being said, to, co- to be like, oh, it's a, it's a real film as opposed to a comic book film is – some horse shit. That's what I'm talking about. And it is at best a bare bones imitation 
of Martin Scorsese, who, despite his bad takes on modern cinema, uh, has made some excellent films in the past. Cheers. And possibly today, I haven't watched The Irishman yet. I've heard good things. Um, yep. And, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we haven't scored it yet. Let's give it uh, some scores. Let's yeah. give it a number. Let's give it a solid digit or two. I'm going to give it the integer four. 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 But again, I think I mentioned this on the actual review. If the bit about the entire freaking movie happening in his head is for realsies, like... <laughs> you don't show the Wayne murder. Unequ unequivocally, if it is, this movie gets like an automatic seven for me, at least. Really? It's one of those things that's like... I don't know. It adds. Just See, that enough. feels even more played out to me. It's it it's it's just enough of a twist for me that like yeah okay I'll see this movie again. Anything that convinces me that I should see this movie a second time should automatically double its score. Because it was like eh, so I'll give it a fall. Jared, uh, if we keep with the uh, convention that five is literally dead center, like painfully average you know not doesn't have enough to say to be overtly offensive but isn't to be or to be uh provocative but not bad enough to be offensive it's like a it's it's a five i don't it's perfectly average it's it's good i guess the performances are good the score is good uh and the cinematography is uh is excellent but again i don't i don't need you to put King of Comedy taxi driver in a blender and then set it in Gotham City and tell me I'm fucking stupid for liking Iron Man. So No thank you. Travis, what's your what's your rating here? Six. Six. Any accompanying words? I liked it more than both of you. Not that much more. Six. <laughs> Got it. Fair. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. let's do it Spencer's way. Averaging yep. 15 divided by 3 It's another is five. 5. So add a 5 to the board in quotations. Now. Hey, guess what the average still is, Spencer Simpson. So my way is still works, is what you're saying. I did the quick maths. Thankfully, they were all integers this time around. where can the lovely people find you? Well, we didn't have a <laughs> they find me resting comfortably in my bed. We are not knowing done yet. We're not done yet. My solution to this problem... Oh, yeah. We do have to tell them who won. Yeah. So... Uh, but anyway... Um, so taking a look here at what what our, our end scores are... Should we give it a really obnoxious drum roll? Um, should we go from the bottom up or the wait, bottom? Oh my Let's god. Let's go from wait, the bottom up. Did we up. actually end up fucking putting oh my god. No, wait, wait. 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 <laughs> All right. So, um, <laughs> hold on a second. Okay, you so, smudged up the number for Captain Marvel. I, I can read it. I can read it. Okay. So, our our number last <laughs> is with, score, with an average score of with an average score of 1.5 is... Do you even have to ask? Dark Phoenix. Our second to last scene here. With an average here, score of... With an average score of 5. 
Joker. My way. That's an average my way. It, With an average done by Spencer. Spencer. Simpson. Thank Simpson. You. I'm going to get a new jacket. And our number four. I didn't bring a jacket. Our fourth movie of 2019. With an average hey, score. Hey. No. I don't see any professionalism happening right now. Stop Hashtag it. Me too. Oh my god. I am a victim. <laughs> we need to finish ranking. Sexual harassment with an average score of six point three eight is Captain Marvel. I'm so tired. Our <laughs> number three on our ranking is with an average score of six point eight seven five Shazam. Our number two, with an average score of 8.2, is Spider-Man Far From Home. And with with an average score of 9.65, our winner for tonight's ranking of the movies of 2019 for Marvel Cinematic Universe. And also DC. And DC Comics. And also my nuts. <laughs> and also my and cock. My nuts. <laughs> and also my balls. <laughs> my cock and also my balls. <laughs> Endgame. So just to be speedy here, from bottom to top, we've got Dark Phoenix, Joker. <laughs> In the room. Dark Phoenix, Joker, Captain Marvel, Shazam, Spider-Man Far From Home, and Endgame at number one. So from bottom to top i got so i was really hoping that mathematically we'd somehow find a way to, to not put to joker to not accidentally put joker only above dark <laughs> phoenix because <laughs> i know that like somewhere some somewhere somebody is having a fucking stroke that we put both captain marvel and shazam over joker but and it's not even the like we just enjoyed them more yeah, yeah. true you know yeah like, as, as like, wishy-washy in the middle as I was about Captain Marvel, Yeah, I had more fun watching it than I did watching Joker. By a long shot, yeah. Well, that's it, folks. 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 Uh, this is the last you guys will be hearing from us in this decade. And right. I... Real. Okay, Dad. Isn't that crazy to think? <laughs> I yeah, well, haven't I, seen you in a decade. Wow. Well, I haven't seen you in a fucking Stones age. <laughs> <laughs> I... You <laughs> broke Spencer. That was a really hearty belly laugh. I enjoyed making that. Good. That was fantastic. Thank you, Travis. Uh, You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to get a little wishy-washy and sentimental. Uh, I'm a stones. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed. I won't allow you to get sentimental. Uh, okay. Serious business. Hall of Heroes was my baby. And uh, I got off to a little bit of a rocky start. And we hit our stride uh, once I was able to bring Spencer in, and then I'm once the I was able, father, yes, made a lot happen this year. And yes, we did. And, and the we... polygamy was complete when Travis came aboard. Three loving gay fathers with one bouncing badass baby boy. That is Hall of Heroes, and Joel likes to watch. Um, what? <laughs> I mean, I kind of am, kind of just on the sidelines uh, but here. No, but no, Joel likes to watch hard cut. Yeah, uh, but no, legitimately, all, all really bad joking aside, um, I cannot thank everybody who listens enough, and I cannot thank uh, the people on this pod 
enough. Um, except for Joel, you just have bad opinions on Spider-Man movies, wow. and I can't forgive you for it. Huh. Um, I'm never allowed back. Oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Not eat ever again, I guess. Uh, I'll forgive you one day. Uh, but, yeah. uh, yes, thank you to everybody who has helped make this show as so much fun as it has been to make. And that was inco-fucking-herent. Uh, <laughs> Thank you to everybody who has helped make this show so much fun to produce and bring to everybody. Uh, these movie reviews have kind of been my favorite, you know, moments of the year. Uh, they're kind of like a nice little litmus test for where we're at as a show, as a team, and as a unit. And I cannot thank everybody involved enough for it. So thank you. And here is to whatever form Hall of Heroes takes in 2020. With that, uh, Spencer, where can the lovely people at home find you? You can find me curled up, comfortably in bed, able to sleep soundly, knowing that my method of averaging the score Fuck between off. the three of us was just as effective as Travis's apparently just elevated version of the same. I gave you hot chocolate today, efficient. and this is how you treat me. <laughs> I gave you cookies today, and this is how you treat me. Don't forget efficient. the single French fry you passed up from the back seat on our way over here from Sheets. Uh, you have an Instagram, yes? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Moving away. That was like, would you two <laughs> shut up already? I'm finally hitting my comedic stride, and he's cutting me off. <laughs> So you can find oh, me on Insta form and at, at Spence Bang Cosplays. I uploaded a single picture from the uh, opening night at Rise of Skywalker featuring myself and Jared and Joel and the but newscaster. Your, but your, uh, your, your Twitter is N-A. My Twitter is non-existent. N-E. <laughs> no, it's N-A. It's N-A. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, when we... Uh... When we get Spencer a Twitter, it's going to be at we finally broke Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing me, it's going to be like two years from now. We're all at the bar and we're watching Jeopardy and Jared's like, Spencer, if such and such wins this game, you will be making a Twitter and your handle will be we finally broke him. <laughs> at we finally and broke me, him. And me, being a drunken gambling fool, will say, yeah, okay. And we'll lose, most likely. And Jared, currently, no. though, it's N.A. Joel. Yeah, currently, it is N.A. Uh, Travis, where can the lovely people find you? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Travis Political, <laughs> where I don't post political shit, uh, except for I did make – I mentioned I made one political tweet in the past, like, month, and that's that I'm glad – like, in my top three reasons that Trump got impeached, it's that that was – filling out the news cycle so I wouldn't see the Rise of Skywalker spoilers before the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, political tweets are N.A. Or any. Joel, where Joel. can the people find you? <laughs> Your speaking privileges are temporarily restored. Where can the <laughs> lovely people find you? Uh, the lovely people can find Why do you have your hands behind your back? Like, to where, like, you got, like, like you got cuffs on or something. He does. I do. What did you do? Vocal cuffs. I just, oh, oh. Vocal is this, cuffs is this, go home. Is this a psychosomatic the, the lovely, symptom of your The lovely people can find me at Basically Bass and Bacon Cosplay <laughs> and on my photography page, uh, J. Basinback Photography. 
Zelda! We're gone! You missed it! We're gone! Jared, where can the lovely people find you? You're a fucking straitjacket! Ain't that the uh, truth? Wow. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at DarkJedi2552. Uh, be sure to tune in at the same bat time at the same bat channel. We love you guys 3000. <laughs> <laughs>